Resistor Sisters. Destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time. I haven't accomplished anything alone, but I was fortunate to be part of a revived feminist movement. I think uh, anyone who's not a feminist is is an insane person. This was not just a lewd conversation. This wasn't just locker room banter. This was a powerful individual speaking freely and openly about sexually predatory behavior. At a time when we have self-driving cars and computers that sit on your wrist, women still make only 79 cents for every dollar a man makes. And if I have to listen to one more gray-faced man with a $2 haircut explain to me what rape is, I'm gonna lose my mind. And now, Resistor Sisters. <laughs> at the 12th yes. podcast this is it this is number 12 couldn't, couldn't happen to nicer people i'm telling you um today is wednesday the april 11th 2018 and i'm the Suze here in cleveland and here i have michelle in port st lucie florida joining me hello hello, <laughs> hello. and today we are um going to talk about how marijuana is going to be legalized for medical marijuana in in Ohio soon, um, September 9th in 2018. And here to guide us on this journey would be Florida, since you've already had medical marijuana in your state since June of 2017. So Yes. And we're also going to talk about clowns because they're clowns. And we're also big fans of the <laughs> Tim Cornell show. And I'm going to, after I get all my, I, I have so much crazy things about clowns. Guy's got a real thing about clowns. <laughs> so some of that is from Supernatural, a show that you watch sometimes too, Michelle, right? Yes, I love it. Yeah. And I, I, I I actually have a role-playing game. They have a role-playing game book out for it as well. Really? So, yes. Kind of like D&D, but Supernatural instead. Wow. See, uh, LARPing? Is it LARPing? It can be LARPed, but this is mostly yeah. tabletop. You know, okay. like, like regular D&D. Oh, see? Now I want to play that with you. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching that show for a long time because it's just like... I like it when they argue. I like oh, it. Yes. They, like I really like it when they season four, season three would argue with each other. It was like, I don't know. It just makes me happy. They're just like, rah, rah, rah. it's like my family, you know, always arguing yeah. with each other. Yeah, but um, yeah. So another thing. Let's see. Um. Yeah, we're gonna be getting. Legalized marijuana in September. So I've have some friends that are that have had. I, I have a friend that's going to call in in the second hour, hopefully, and um, she took a class on it. So she was going to try to you know get a job at one of the dispensaries, and my county's okayed for five dispensaries. So that could be interesting. Um, it's House Bowl five twenty three, and. Uh, so, 
And I have some breaking news on um, one of your uh, favorite politicians. Because we're going to have him. Yeah, listen to this. I was talking to Ken and I was like, you know, there's a Republican that's going to be behind uh, the marijuana legalization. He's the company he works for is called Acreage Holdings. Somebody that was recently, yeah, yeah. So someone that recently left the political arena, someone that recently, you know, and, and of course, like, if you recently left the political arena with the way Trump fires someone, that's everyone. Yes. <laughs> you know? So uh, he was just uh-uh. like, I don't know. <laughs> but this Are was you talking about the... Go ahead. Are you talking about are you talking about a certain high functioning alcoholic? Oh, I think you know. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. Who is it? Yes. Uh, Boner. It Boner. is Boner. <laughs> See, you yeah. guessed it. He didn't guess him. I was like, I think I know something politically. You don't, and that never happens. Okay. Like <laughs> yes. he always knows. I'm like, he was guessing all these things. I'm like. No, someone that was in the House, in the House of Representatives. He's like, it's not Boehner. Is it? Is it? <laughs> and he, I was like, yeah, yeah, there it is. There you go. So I was kind of like, wow. But I'll just pay that. Yeah, they were, it's, go ahead. What? They, they were talking about him on uh, 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 Tell Me Everything today. So Okay. Yeah. I was like, wow, I hadn't heard this. I'm just going to play this for 30 seconds, so. John Boehner, remember him? He's getting involved in the rapidly expanding U.S. marijuana industry. The former Speaker of the House has joined the advisory board of Acreage Holdings. The company grows and sells marijuana in 11 states. Boehner, a Republican, went on the record nine years ago saying he was opposed to legalizing pot. But now he says his attitude towards it has changed like that of many Americans out there. Nearly two-thirds of Americans want pot legalized, according to a Gallup survey. Okay, so that happened. Yes. Oh my gosh. Hey, it's a way to make money. It's it's a good money maker. Very good revenue cash stream. See, but that's the th- I would imagine. And um my thing is he's come out against it in the past. So, I believe this is a flip-flop. Well, so. he's a Republican. He's supposed to be a hypocrite. Uh, there you go and that's definitely true definitely true I think um, yeah I, I wasn't able to find any sound clips of him speaking out against marijuana but I did get this um, visual from well this verbal from 2013 uh, stating that he had spoken out against marijuana in the past Republican House Speaker John Boehner hates marijuana for recreational or medicinal purposes. And now his daughter is marrying a guy who looks like he loves it. Hey guys, I'm Patrick Jones for Buzz60. Taking time away from their endless pursuit of the elusive Bat Boy, the National Enquirer reports that Boehner's little girl Lindsay is marrying this dude, Dominic Locken, who has reportedly been arrested for having weed and an open 16-ouncer of Natty Light in his car. Now, this is all good and funny, but think of this poor girl. 
It couldn't have been easy growing up in the Boehner house. You think John, known to have a bit of a short fuse, tolerated normal teenage mistakes? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so that oh, was wow. in 2013. I mean, it was. It's a, it's a little bit um. Internet, um, TMZ kind of style, but <laughs> still. I don't think he yep. was pro-weed until they cut him a big paycheck. <laughs> yeah, until he could make money off of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, we, uh... It would, with Florida, the way it goes, you know, they've been having... They've been putting a lot of hurdles in people's, uh... Uh, way to try to get you know even even a medical marijuana card and stuff like that and it's 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 gotten it's gotten some pub, uh, some publicity we just recently had a court ruling Wednesday in Tampa that mm -hmm. um, a a uh, cancer uh, patient could Ooh. grow his own marijuana so well good they should least. be able to that's that's my thing and I don't want to give you too much details but um I recently, you know, had two family members of mine had cancer and them being on oxy in hospice, why the heck would you put anyone on oxycontin? I can't say it in uh, in when they're in hospice. You know? Yeah. Give them marijuana or just give them the straight out heroin derivative or the more or a morphine drip or something. Exactly, yeah. a morphine drip. Because, and I, I seriously had a hospice nurse say to me, "Well, we don't have morphine because it's it's addictive." I'm like, "This is hospice. Yes. Nobody's making it out of here." I mean, I'm just, you know, don't don't play with me because I know where I am right now. <laughs> you know, like addiction is not an issue when you're dealing with terminal people. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're if you if you're dealing with somebody who is in actual pain, if yeah, you're in yeah. mind numbing oh, yeah. pain, addiction does not happen. It doesn't happen. It's no. ridiculous, <laughs> especially when you know you've got a. My mom had shingles with her cancer, which. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's it was rough. It was rough, but it it's like, you know how isn't it chicken pox that we all have like. Yes. In us, and then the, when you're older, it can come out as shingles. Yep. And it was. It was very painful. So that's why, thank God, we have so many clown drops <laughs> to get your mind off of that. Wait, wait, wait. This isn't about your uh, your clown thing, is it? Yeah. What in the world did they do to you? No, never mind. Just know <laughs> that 99.99% of all clowns can't hurt you. <laughs> Yes, yes. I was looking for the one drop. Okay, so this is from Supernatural. And Michelle and I are big fans of Supernatural. And um, they, I don't know, I think they've had like good four or five good clown episodes, right? <laughs> but um, and they've had a few, yeah. Yeah, and then it's like Dean's afraid of flying, but they never have many flying episodes. They just like to torture Sam. <laughs> don't you think so? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see a pattern developing there, definitely. Yeah, he but, looks. But clowns are much more, you know, in your face phobia than flying. You don't fly very often. No, no, you don't run. And into especially those boys. <laughs> yeah, they they've With got their, their car, but every once in a while, I, 
I just like seeing Dean squirm. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I don't know. The clowns, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's just an old, I, I don't know. It's kind of, they're kind of scary, but not really. I can't imagine being paralyzed by fear because of clowns. You know? <laughs> yeah. Unless unless it's a clown's face staring at staring at you from inside a sewer grate or something, that might freak you out. Have you watched the new (laughs) it? Have you watched the new? Not yet. No. My teenage niece is like, oh, I love it. It's so good, and I haven't had I haven't had time to watch it again. It it was so scary the original, and they're like, oh, the original wasn't very scary. I'm like, yes, it was. Hey, the original one was Tim Curry, and he's amazing in whatever he does. He's he's got a terrifying face. Like, Tim Curry's got a face that's like, you shouldn't put clown makeup on. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's just very angular and long, and it's like, oh. Very expressive. It is. He's terrifying, man. Then you got... Then you got Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. Great little sci-fi horror movie there. Are you a big fan of that? Should I watch that? Oh, I love it. It it's so it is so bad. It's it's just funny. It it's a great movie. It's a lot of fun to watch. You watch a lot of horror. Jeez. I watch just about everything I can, yeah. I don't even watch crappy horror. I, I will even watch a trauma movie. <laughs> See, Ken used to have a lot of trauma, trauma, tra- trauma movies. And I was just like, you know what? It's not time to let these go. Just give them back. Just mail it, you know, because Tromeo and Juliet, it disturbs me. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't, I'm a bit don't of- touch Shakespeare, man. Don't know. <laughs> You know, like Toxic Avenger, things like that. I yeah. love those movies. Do you? Does there uh-huh. like so much spewing of blood and goo and stuff? And I'm always like, uh, <laughs> why? And he thinks it's great. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I'll watch a horror movie, even if it's a really, really crappy horror movie, because you know it's just I enjoy it. It's it's like a guilty pleasure. Yeah, and you know. I love the anthology ones that have little short stories in them instead. So you have like yeah. like four separate little horror movies inside one. Yeah. You know, kind of like Cat's Eye or uh, the yeah. Trilogy of Terror, Those were things good. like that. Yeah. Yep. Did you um speaking of it and Stephen King, did you ever watch Salem's Lot? Oh yeah. I thought that was really scary at the time it was out. That scared the heck out of me. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, ac- I think I actually have an autographed copy of that book. Really? So. By Stephen King? Yeah, I have, yeah, I have a few Stephen King uh, autographed books by Stephen King, yeah. Where did you run into Stephen King? <laughs> well, I actually didn't. Um, mm-hmm. A friend of mine lived in Maine for the longest oh, period of time. Oh, okay. And she was a big Stephen King's fan, and she was, uh, you know, going to get rid of some of her books, and I told her I would take them, so I ended up with a whole nice collection of Stephen King books. Wow, signed. Yeah, I yep. even I even watched What was the one about the um Oh, or I even read the one about the plague that takes over the world. Oh, the stand. The stand. I knew you'd know that. Yes. 
Yeah, yes. that was scary too. I even read that. Cats, Cradle, yeah, he- Christine, all those. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, some were made into good movies and some were made into crappy movies. <laughs> like the Tom the Tommy Knockers. That was I did not really enjoy that when they made that into a movie. So Yeah, I didn't either, but I think I saw it. It was years ago, so Yeah. I think it had Jimmy Smith Smith's yeah mm-hmm. in it. So it yeah. wasn't it wasn't that good. Not a big fan. <laughs> so Anyway, let's see what else I got here. I've got uh, some Clown Motel stuff, if you haven't heard this from Ken. Make the Clown, Clown Motel, Motel your home away from home. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but, yeah, but back on the marijuana thing, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they are, they are going to be really messing with the system for a while before it actually becomes streamlined i have a feeling mm-hmm. and once it does though even if you know if, if they decide to legalize it you know completely you know for 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 uh recreational use that'll be a huge tax boon to florida and we need <laughs> we need, need that for our teachers boom. and stuff yeah we need it for our teachers they've, they've ripped the teachers off in the state for so long it's ridiculous and the more tax income we've have it would be you know, would be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, uh, that's the thing. I th- I'm sure you're in kind of a situation we are here that um, it's medical right now and it's, um, it's of course, HIV, AIDS. Um, they, this is what they're approving it for. Now, I have a, a, a little song I want to play for you. It's about a minute and a half. And it's, have okay. you ever heard of Garfunkel and Oates? Oh, yes. Yes. All right. I love them. Yeah, I do, too. Oh, my God. I love them <laughs> so much. But anyway, um, basically, they're saying in California, you can get it from anything from anxiety to depression. Now, I'm sure it's the same where you are. Everybody in this whole state is on anxiety or depression meds, you know. But right now, in um, when they get it approved in Ohio, it's it's going to be approved for Alzheimer's, scoliosis, cancer, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. I don't even know what that is. I guess it's like the sports um, injuries. Crohn's disease, epilepsy, um, fibromyalgia, glaucoma, PTSD, you know, sickle cell anemia. Okay, I get it. Um... Spinal cord disease, Tourette's, traumatic brain injury, you know, and all these things should be approved for it, you know, if that can help in any way. Multiple sclerosis, IBS, or hepatitis C. Now, all those, I would imagine, you know, are, are pretty, like, would need a uh, uh, diagnosis from another doctor. Um but IBS, you could probably, you could probably fake your way through that, right? Well, I've already been diagnosed with that, but yeah. Well, so. see, then you might be able to get a weed card, you know? Well, it that's not included on ours, though. Okay, that isn't. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. According to yeah, 
the, yeah. the, uh, health, the FloridaHealthSource.gov. Mm-hmm. We get cancer, epilepsy, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, post-traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. a macrophetic lateral sclerosis, Crohn's yeah, disease, Parkinson's disease, too. multiple sclerosis, uh, medical conditions of the same class are comparable to those above, a terminal condition diagnosed by a physician, mm-hmm. or chronic non-malignant pain caused by a qualifying medical condition. Now, yeah. that might cover IBS, but... Yeah. Yeah, I would want it for more like stress disorder. Sure. You know, I I, mm-hmm. I get really stressed in certain situations, and that would be a great thing for me, but I couldn't smoke it. I would have to use, you know, the like the edibles or something like that. I think that. that's more yeah. powerful anyway, because right now, I've been diagnosed, well, here we go, with asthma, you know, and... um. Uh, uh, interstitial pneumonia so like I can't even be around like anyone smoking makes me cough and makes me pretty miserable so but you know I think edibles are a good option for people with Mm -hmm. problems like that you know but the even asthma in California is approved so I'm just going to play the um, Garfunkel and Oats (laughs) <laughs> because it's it talks about all these conditions we just went through. Okay, here we go. Okay. Have to qualify. Can't believe what I am reading. This is just what I've been needing. A government supply to get legally high. Weed card. It's what I need. Hardly ever okay. Always. But it's not an addiction. Because my doctor gave me a prescription. Bad dreams or anxiety, propensity for drugs or alcohol, anorexia or obesity, too fat, too thin, either way you win. Carpal tunnel syndrome, color blindness, stuttering, tooth decay, fatigue, depression, motion sickness, impotence, or TMJ. You can smoke to quit cigarettes for asthma or your motherfucking Tourette's. It's a dream come true, there's nothing pot can do. Weed card, it's what I need, hardly ever okay, always. But it's not an addiction, cause my doctor gave me a prescription. Break it down now, got back pain, need Mary Jane, can't handle this, need cannabis, got a stomach ache, got a wake and take, have an injury, need THC, get fucked up for your hyperhidrosis, which is sweaty palms in case you need a diagnosis. It's not a crime. Then it said, of course, it said, it's not a crime, it's 420 time. But I can't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're like they're saying asthma, anorexia, or obesity. Yay! <laughs> Either yes. are good. Too fat, too thin. Either way, you win. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they're just yeah. saying it's all over. But it's California, so of course, you know. Yeah, they're they're a little more liberal out there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. I'm my my my, uh, my state is just just a mess right now. But yeah, you know, because yeah, Rick Scott just declared that he was running for Senate, so he's going to try to bump our you know Democratic senator out of the race, and I hope he doesn't succeed. Yeah, they're getting but, uh, yeah, they're getting very strategic. They bumped Kucinich out, and he's come back, and he's going to run again, so. Oh, lovely. 
But they bumped him out because of, you know, what is it, gerrymandering? I don't know. It's, they're very, they're getting very strategic. It's scary. Fight back with everything we have, so. But yeah, I'd, you would think it might be um, a cash crop. Now, I was sitting there talking with my friend today and she, about it, and she was just like, well, New Hampshire just, it, it's approved for New Hampshire, but you can only have five plants and you can only grow them for yourself. You yeah. Know? So that's a way that, no, they're not going to tax it. But, you know, it would still benefit people that needed it. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. But anyway, let's see. I got some other things um, on the weed, some other drops. The weed of crime bears <laughs> bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. Yeah, so that one was from <laughs> Ken from the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh, wow. All I needed was marijuana. You guys won't even let me have my marijuana. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, that and, um... You got any Cheech and Chong? <laughs> yeah, no, but I could. <laughs> I could have. Ken might have it somewhere. Somewhere yeah. in his thing. Oh, he does have the... Okay, well, of course, there's the... How dare you put me in the same location as that orange clown? So <laughs> apparently that's from Fat Albert, but you've heard him play that before. Yes. So, yeah. Hmm. But, um... Yeah, yeah, I could think of all of them being like Snoop Dogg or, you know, Willie <laughs> Nelson or, you know... <laughs> oh, I'm sure Willie Nelson has a PSA. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah, so. all that wacky-backy. Yeah, he's been he's been into it for quite a while now. <laughs> um, but here's a here's another one in case you needed another anti pot PSA. Hey, Jonah, <laughs> I got some stuff you just gotta try. What is it? Pot? You know, marijuana? Oh, well, I don't know. What, chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Okay. Excellent! Get a pizza! Get real! You got it! Let's see if Joey's that smart. Uh, I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right! Drug dealers are dorks! Don't even talk to him! Cowabunga! Oh, God! Those are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. In case you wanted them to weigh in. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, that's a, I'm gonna I'm gonna be taking my uh, marijuana advice from from cartoon turtles. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yes, that was you know I mean I would imagine if it would, if he would say that about cocaine I'd be like all right I get it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Don't mess with the no. cocaine. Fine. The cocaine will kill you. The cocaine will kill you. I don't think there's any overdose deaths on marijuana yet. No, there isn't. There really isn't. It's just some stupid activity, but really not that bad. Yeah. So, 
Well, so there's like this one news reporter when marijuana had become legal in in Colorado. Mm -hmm. She went out there and she purchased some edibles. And she did not read the directions on the package. So she ended she ended up eating like the whole candy bar and you're only supposed to like eat a square or something like that. And she had a she just basically, you know, had a real bad trip because she had just overloaded her system with it so bad. Seriously. (laughs) She just like made herself sick. I would imagine. Just read the instructions. If this is a drug yes. that you don't normally take. She was just like, delicious yeah. candy. Yum. That'd be like like drinking like a fifth of uh, of alcohol when you've never drank before, you know? Yeah, You're just going to totally. make yourself sick. Not smart. Yeah. So. And, you know, I think about marijuana is it it's you know it's not it does not nearly have any of the health complications that alcohol does and alcohol is legal it's been legal forever you know just that short period of right (laughs) yeah and before that it was legal before the prohibition so before and after and they let people get messed up on that and you're much more dangerous behind the wheel when you've been drinking and you're much more you know liable to have liver problems and health issues from from alcohol and you know it's we need to change this we need to fix something that is natural and grown you know created in nature compared to something that's fermented and reduced down and you know enhanced to uh have a high alcohol content you know high fermentation content yeah definitely well see that's the thing um uh, right now I'm trying different things because I have, like, histamine problems and allergies that never end. Like, seriously, never end. And what I've been reading is, like, okay, so it's been a trend for people to take fermented foods. Like, have a shot of vinegar. Have probiotics with live cultures in them. Eat yogurt with live cultures in them. You know, and alcohol. All these fermented things mess with histamines so i'm like oh wait a minute maybe that's why because i'm a big fan of yogurt you know like Mm -hmm. i i love my blue cheese a little bit you know like there are so many things that are fermented that i like i like a shot of whiskey you know So, so i just decided okay i'm gonna stay away from my probiotics which have live cultures in them like yogurt I'm going to stay away from my yogurt. I'm going to stay away from all these things. And it's kind of make my allergies better. So I'm like, okay. But not having a shot of alcohol or like, you know, something when everyone else is, is a big pain. Because I love the taste of alcohol. But yeah, that's another story. <laughs> but, you know. Well, hey, I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> and Miles won't touch it. So, I have a built-in yeah. designated driver. Well, that's yep. awesome. See, I don't know. Like, I I think it's irritating my, my allergies, though. But that's the thing when um, alcohol became legal again, you know, after Prohibition was done. And um, people like my birth mom that were young in the 60s were smoking marijuana because it was illegal, but it wasn't really enforced when they were in high school you know like it was kind Mm -hmm. of a hush hush thing because she graduated in 1968 or something 
So they kind of used marijuana like alcohol, you know, because it does have less. Yeah. And they thought of alcohol as like their parents' drug. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I, I don't I don't believe in marijuana for anybody under the age of around 25 or so or, yeah. you know, 21 at, at, at maybe the youngest, because it can adversely affect the developing brain, just mm-hmm. like alcohol can do the same thing. Sure. You and any any of those, you know, addictive, I mean, not addictive, but any of those drugs can affect a, a developing brain. So. I don't mind them putting a 21, you know, a lemonade for 21, just like they do alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, and cigarettes, you know, you know, they, they have a limit on kids smoking cigarettes. You have to be 18 or older, I think, to buy mm-hmm. cigarettes. So, but, um, it's, it's always going to be controversial because there's been so much, propaganda spread about marijuana since they made it a class one drug mm-hmm. you know a schedule one drug so you know that it's, it's you just have we, we're just gonna have to work past that mm-hmm. and as long as it's still federally illegal that's still gonna cause more roadblocks it is it is even though that's the funny thing is even though states are getting this approved and the dispensaries are getting approved and um they're opening growing places it's legal for them to grow it it's legal for them to dispense it but it's still not legal for us to have it right or even if you have a card yeah it's it's not and it's still not legal technically for them either because they cannot they have to operate as a cash only business and that really? opens up a whole See, I didn't yes know that. because you're not allowed you're not allowed to deposit money from marijuana sales in a federally a oh, federal are you um, serious federally insured bank where are they so supposed they have to, to keep operate, their money they have to operate as a cash only business you can, and and that caused that that creates a whole new set of problems for people targeting these places for robberies and such. That's why you always see these, dispens- this, these dispensaries with armed guards. Oh, okay. And stuff. Yeah. I That's another roadblock that, that the federal government has put in, into place. Okay. I didn't know that either. That's yeah, so weird. Cause I, I, I don't remember where I read their article, but Colorado's had some problems with the fact that it's a cash-only business. And I think well, California has, too. What do they do with too. their profits? Do they just, like, buy jewelry? They probably just put it back into the business, and, you know, and eventually, I guess they can wash it through to, you know, in, in another format and, and you know, Money use it laundry? to buy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, not not laundering the money, but they have to do. They have to go through so many hoops to get the money. Wow. Take safe to safety. I don't know the exact mechanics about yeah, it, but oh, I sure. heard. See, I watch like on Vice. I watched Vice sometimes, mm-hmm. and I watch um, uh, uh, Free Speech TV, and they've mm-hmm. talked about some of the problems that these medical that, that any of these dispensaries are having because, you know, because of the cash system. And it really is, is it, it, it can cause some problems. Wow. That's just really odd to me. Yeah. I don't know. 
I I really don't think it should be such a big, such a big deal, you know. But. It's just that the, the federal government throwing a, a fit because they don't yeah. want it to be, you know, Maybe. illegal. But that's the so. thing, like, you know, I mean, in the last 10 years, don't you think in your area you've had a lot of more of, um, not home brews, but m- locally made beer? Yes. Yeah, like, we've had tons. Like, we have, like, lots of little places that are like, okay, we're a brewery. We brew our own beer. You can have it. You can have a growler of it. You can have lunch here. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I think if people want to have a beer, that's great because you shouldn't have to pay Anheuser-Busch or Miller. Right. The only people in the United States that can make beer or Coors Light. You know, I mean, there are a lot, still there are a lot of nationally known beers, but isn't it better to keep your money for your Friday and Saturday night in your local area? You know, because, I mean, let's face it. There are people that don't drink and there are people that are just like, why not pay your local brewery? Like, we've got one in Rocky River called Fatheads Brewery. We've got a whole bunch that have opened recently, which is great. And we've got, like, a lot of home brewing, brewing places that help you brew your own. And I've got a friend that makes cider, you know, but yeah, I think it's, it's just better to keep it more local because it's just, when you think about like the eighties or the seventies, there were like four big companies making beer, you know, like Mm -hmm. some smaller, but I know well, they haven't made pride of Cleveland in a long time, but well, maybe they came back and started making that again. And I don't see Milwaukee's best around here like I used to in the 80s. But, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I think it, it should be something that, you know, local money should stay local. But, yeah, I just, I can't believe, uh, I can't believe how they would do that. Like, <laughs> saying it's cash only. I mean, will they yeah. pay their people? That's good. You know, they're still making jobs. That's great. So. Here's one more clip I have. This is... This is, a uh, Pretty controversial. <laughs> well, you know what? I think I'll save that until, uh... Arabella comes on. Hopefully I can get her on. In the new, uh... In the new thing. But... In our second half... But that sounds good. Um, God, I hate clowns. They always creep me out. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, the IRS has actually had to increase their cash counting um, departments mm-hmm. because tw- 29 states and a district of Columbia have legalized marijuana in some form. So they're getting these huge cash payments for taxes. And they actually have to have more people there to count the money. They're getting cash payments? Wait a second. They're getting federal money for cash payments. They're getting... People are paying their federal bill in cash. 
Yes, they have to. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Isn't that funny? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so crazy. I'm, 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 yeah, this article this article is dated uh, April uh, 2017, but you know that's what they're saying. They said they had to increase their their cash handling, you know, abilities. Oh my gosh. So what are you supposed to do? Walk it into well, I think yeah. actually, actually, I already mailed my taxes. I'm very happy about that. Um, my guy's doing it electronic, but I I paid. What is it? I paid a little bit to the city. I paid a little bit to the state, and I'm getting back some federal. But I did mail them out their checks. I felt so it was such a relief, you know. Ugh. But I can't imagine. But I think when I paid my federal, it is in my county. So that, what they would just walk it down to the federal office. Yeah, they say it's because legalized marijuana businesses have to pay taxes under IRS code two hundred and eighty E, the same category reserved for illegal drug traffickers. Cannabis <laughs> is scheduled. Cannabis is categorized as a Schedule One <laughs> substance under the Controlled Substance Act. <laughs> So they have to pay it by cash. Fascinating. Isn't oh it amazing? <laughs> what is wrong? Okay, we're <laughs> it's eight forty four. In case you wanted to know. Eight forty four? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well we will go to break and hopefully we can get my friend Arabella on. Otherwise we'll call her by cell, but you guys won't know the difference between Skype and Cell anyway. So <laughs> we're gonna go to break. You're listening to Resistor Sisters. Why do people keep saying glass ceiling like it's a bad thing? Clouds! Stars! Huh, what if a cat got up there <laughs> and sat on it? <laughs> we'll be right back with Resistor Sisters. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of My Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Like out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Resistor Sisters. Destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time. Hello, this is Susan in Cleveland, and I'm back here with Michelle from Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hello. Hey. How's it going? You're you're probably not getting tiny little bits of ice on you on a regular basis like we are here in Cleveland. Oh no, we get we we're getting a lot of a little bit of rain, which is nice, and we had one hell of a windstorm yesterday, Ooh. and it blew it blew the plans for a house that's being built down the street. Oh. Uh <laughs> it opened up their little box that they have to keep the plans in for the city, and it blew the plans all the way across the street and it down past my house. I ran out into the road to get them. <laughs> so, that's so nice of you. I got I, I got to return them to the guys maybe tomorrow or the Aww. next day. Next time I see them working. That's cool. And then also we have Arabella from Lakewood, around the corner from me in Cleveland area. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Thank you for coming on to Resistor Sisters. We talk about yeah, stuff is- and some things and stuff. Sydney, things <laughs> and stuff. I, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. So I've been just um, barraging Michelle with lots of things about clown, clowns and weeds and because apparently they go together. And um, That sounds terrifying. <laughs> it really is. Wait, wait, wait. This isn't about your... Uh- your clown thing, is it? Yeah. What in the world did they do to you? No, never mind. Just know that 99.99% of all clowns can't hurt you. That's right. <laughs> Repeat that as you go to sleep. And then oh, Michelle man. Michelle has her kitty in the background there, so. Yeah, she's being really talkative tonight. We're all cat lovers, so big fan yeah my cat is rubbing up against me wanting attention right now after you know sleeping pretty much all day it's like you wake up now really see this is the funny thing like when ken first like got audio equipment in this room we like to call spare bedroom studios he would sometimes record different tracks like he would 
play guitar on a track or sing on a track. And he would sing into these microphones. And the cats just thought he was crazy. Like, he would sing, like, he would, he would write and record, but he would sing very passionately and then just stop and maybe mix it down or something. And the cat, like, I would be in the other room watching TV on mute or something or reading, and the cats would look at me like, oh, man, he's crazy, isn't he? And, and you can't explain to the cat, no, he's singing. No, he, but, you know, he did sound nuts. So... <laughs> Well, like, my cats get offended if you sneeze. You know, it's like they think you're the most disgusting creature that walked the <laughs> earth. So, yeah, yeah. They look at me with great offense. So maybe they were just really offended by Ken. Yeah, no, they they <laughs> they thought he was crazy. Like, they would look at me like, "God, I love him, but he's losing it, isn't he? He's totally nuts. <laughs> he just goes into that room and screams. What's wrong? You know, they didn't understand, but." cats but yeah so um michelle says that it, it, you, it florida got um approved for medical marijuana back in june of last year right and you said you didn't notice a big difference in your area right oh no and i i live i live a half hour south of a famous place called fort pierce florida and back in the 80s, Fort Pierce, Florida was the crack capital of the world. Oh. It was in the news. It was in national news. Mm -hmm. So marijuana is nothing compared to what <laughs> that area was like in the, in, you know, in the 80s. So, mm -hmm. it, yeah, there's, I have not noticed a, a, a bit of difference. And I haven't even smelt any marijuana. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, My mom not lives down the street from a dispensary in Dana Point, California, and you wouldn't know, oh. I mean, yeah, you don't really notice a difference. It's just like, oh, look, there's a storefront that didn't used to be there. Um, but it's still very, you know, this was when it was medical still, because we tried to get her something for when she had knee surgery. And the mm -hmm. most that my stepdad could run down the street and get was like a CBD caramel chew. So. Oh, yeah. That's I all they would sell him or. Yeah, because at that point, you still needed a doctor's note, and this was kind of like an emergency, and it's like, eh, I don't want to deal with all that, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the Because thing. it is still a bit, it's a, it's a pain in the ass to, for medical, non-recreational, um, mm -hmm. you know, you have to not only be on the list of conditions, but the doctor who recommends it, you know, they have to pay $20,000 to get a license to even recommend. And that's really? the other thing you can't say prescribe. You have to mm -hmm. say recommend. Um, but oh. it is like, um, it's a pain in the ass. Like once you get going, I'm sure it's fine and great, but like, it's not like you can just walk in and be like, yo, my back hurts. Give me something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yo. But the, seriously, like, okay, here's an example of doctors being jerks. Michelle knows what I'm talking about here. So, um, I, maybe 10 years ago, I seriously fell at work off my chair and messed up my back. And basically I went to my doctor and was like, look, I really hurt myself. I fell off my chair at work. And she basically freaked out at me and was like, I'm not that kind of doctor. I'm not a medical malpractice doctor. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just want a painkiller. Oh, Okay. So basically there's another kind of doctor you have to find and go to if you want yes. to <laughs> I just 
this is a pain and this is a pain to me. Um, if you are an enterprising doctor, you know, you have to not only pay this $20,000, but like you have to be almost not necessarily like an evangelist, but like you have to believe in this, mm-hmm. that cannabis is real, that this isn't just a bunch of stupid drug addicts. And I mean, there are doctors, yeah, like I, my doctor is very strange about even prescribing Oxycontin or anything like that. Um, And that's good, but it's, yeah, you definitely have to find a doctor who believes in cannabis, who's not going to be a jerk about it, who's not going to just dismiss you. Um, And so they have to pay that $20,000, you know, they have to set up a practice. Um, Once they do, they're going to be, hey, rocking, but... I mean, there's so many, I've had doctors who, you know, don't believe me when I'm in stage three kidney failure and send me home and then I almost yeah. die. So yeah. know, it's like, yeah. but uh, it, it helps like if you've seen like a psych, if, like for PTSD, if you've seen a psychologist um, that, you know, believes that, yes, this would be beneficial, you know, to have like some of that back you up. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely going to be down to in your area where, there's a dispensary like finding someone who's willing to recommend because a lot of myth around it is that a doctor will lose their license, Mm -hmm. um, that they will be, you know, get in trouble with the medical board. And that's not true. Um, I've seen a lot of stuff online where people are like, Oh, the doctor will lose their license if the medical board finds out. And that is not true. That's just like another stupid rumor that they put out there. Well, that, well, Um, while I was researching it, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, the problem is that marijuana is a Schedule 1 drug. So this is the other hypocrisy of the whole thing. Schedule 1 is crazy because cocaine, methamphetamine, and heroin are Schedule 2 because those are used (laughs) in the healthcare industry. But Mm -hmm. somehow cannabis is worse for you than cocaine and heroin and meth. (laughs) How is that possible? Yeah, I was telling Michelle, like, when my mother was and my father were dying of cancer they were still prescribing them oxycodone and i was like give them heroin we're in the hospice and they were like well it's addicting i'm like we're Um, in the hospice they're it's 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 already been determined that they're not going to make it out of the air here give them something to make them feel good because oxycodone is is disgusting chemical drug and it makes you paranoid and I having to watch my mother go through that, I, I would have loved if she would have, they would have given her some medical marijuana and she could have just chilled out for a while, you know, but that's, I mean, God, I almost think those nurses must've been pocketing for themselves because like what I kind don't of know. person doesn't give it to you when you're in hospice. Jesus. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but they, they were doing, I, I think Towards the end of my mother's, they might have given her a heroin uh, towards the uh, very, very end. But I was just like, what is the deal? We've got terminal cancer here. It's in its last stage. Do we have to talk about addiction? <laughs> she can be addicted. She's probably got a week. Let's go. You know? Well, and so, like, speaking of that, too, like, I've, you know, I've had cancer. I've had multiple surgeries on my leg. My leg is partially bionic. Um, yeah, I didn't know if I wanted surgeries. to like t- tell your medical history here. We're we're not well, saying last I mean, it's names. It's a long so. story, but yeah, yeah, I don't I don't care. But it's a long story. But yeah, basically leg cancer. Who knew that was a thing? Who um, knew? Nobody and, has it but you that I know of. Well, have the you only ever met anyone who's famous. 
who's ever had liposarcoma, because that's what it's called, is mm-hmm. the former crack-smoking mayor, Rob Ford of Toronto. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so that's my celebrity that I touch to people. You know, that, that's the touchstone celebrity for my particular cancer. Yay. Wow. And he died from it, of course. Um, but so I've had multiple surgeries. And, you know, again, it's down that's to true. a person's chemistry. It's down to the cocktail. It took me until my fifth surgery to get my cocktail right. Yeah. Um, so all these nurses, like, you know, it finally came to the point where I needed morphine and I needed a lot of it, like more than normal people. Sure. And like I had to, you know, have a pain specialist come in and interview me while I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. recovering and like two people had to talk to me. And then like, you know, here I am doing accounting on my phone after I've had a partial amputation and they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's give you some morphine then. And then it turned (laughs) out I needed twice as much the normal people to the point where the one nurse referred to me as morphine rhino. Um, and it just, and I was still lucid on it, but some people aren't like, I hate Oxy. I hate Vicodin. I think it's disgusting. I don't know why people want that and why you want to be constipated. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'm allergic to dilaudid. So it's like they won't give people certain things thinking you're going to get addicted to it. And it's like, they're scared of you becoming a junkie, but it's just, it's so weird to me. Like, yeah, no real rules across the board. It's kind of up to everyone's discretion and Mm -hmm. it's kind of service. But if you did just cannabis, everyone would be cool, man. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think so. I, I, but yeah, I did when I was researching House Bill 523. Um, I was looking and they did say a list of all the conditions and cancer was one of them. But they did have a 1-800 number to call to get a doctor in the Cleveland area. Um, okay. And it was called Compassionate Certification. <laughs> so I'm sure that they basically... Um, it had their phone number and it said the first visit is $199. The follow-up is $75. And then to renew is $125. Yeah, that sounds about right. They kind of know that they're the only ones that are going to bother being authorized to do this. And they kind of know your doctor doesn't want to deal with it. So, but then again, you know, they didn't have as many symptoms as they did in California. We kind of went through the list and it seems like Florida is the same, is a lot the same as what Ohio is approving. Only Ohio. So there's, there's a thing called Ohio patient, uh, what is it? Ohio patient action network run by a man called Robert Ryan. He's really mm-hmm. awesome. Um, he's like, a legit rocket scientist. He's also a two-time cancer survivor and he's a cannabis um, political activist. And he's like debated Mike DeWine. Like this Mm -hmm. dude is awesome. And if you go on the website and you email with him, if there is a condition on that list you think needs to be added, he can go and try to write in for legislation for it to be added. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, so a lot of these things they're calling regulations and rules, like they're not quite set in stone. Um, yeah. Ohio's being very Ohio about it. <laughs> so Midwest. We love it here. Well, hey, you moved here a, on purpose. <laughs> yes. 
there is a very significant reason why they're continuing to keep it a schedule one drug mm. and that is a monetary reason really? the pharmaceutical industry the pharmaceutical yep. industry does not want marijuana legalized because you can grow it yourself mm. and you would be you know cutting the teeth you know you you'd be cutting the, the you, you no longer have to rely on the pharmaceutical companies to give you your drugs. Yeah. Yep. That's why they don't want it legalized. That's and why it's schedule one because <laughs> it's a danger. You're saying it's schedule schedule one because it's a danger to the pharmaceutical pro- companies, not necessarily that it's a danger to you. Correct. I mean, because it, <laughs> it started as like a, it started as a schedule one because of Richard Nixon and the DEA and the whole war on drugs. And that was based around racism, bigotry, sure. and then, yeah, so racism, bigotry, and pharmaceutical companies. Yep. Prison industrial complex needs to be supported by people who are getting arrested for cannabis. Um, you know, the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies don't want it legalized because you can grow it yourself and you wouldn't have wow. to buy drugs from them anymore. Wow. So just think about it. It's just one big nasty little cycle. If there's a buck to be made off of it, they will not legalize it uh, federally. So have you have you heard of Garfunkel and Oates, Arabella? Yes. Okay, I was just gonna play weed card for you if you hadn't heard it before, but you've heard it. I have not. What? (laughs) Okay, I'm just gonna play it again because I've been singing it all day in my head anyway because it makes me happy. Have to qualify. Can't believe what I am reading. This is just what I've been needing. A government supply to get legally high. Weed card. It's what I need. Hardly ever okay. Always. But it's not an addiction. Cause my doctor gave me a prescription. You can get your card for having headaches, bad dreams, or anxiety. Propensity for drugs or alcohol, anorexia or obesity. Too fat, too thin, either way you win. Carpal tunnel syndrome, color blindness, stuttering, tooth decay. Fatigue, depression, motion sickness, impotence or TMJ. You can smoke to quit cigarettes for asthma or your motherfucking Tourette's. It's a dream come true, there's nothing pot can do. Weed card, it's what I need. Hardly ever okay, always. But it's not an addiction, cause my doctor gave me a prescription. Break it down now, got back pain, need Mary Jane, can't handle this, need cannabis. Got a stomach ache, got a wake and bake, have an injury, need THC. Get fucked up for your hyperhidrosis, which is sweaty palms in case you need a diagnosis. It's not a crime. And then it says, it's not a crime, it's 420 time. But I accidentally right. cut off that part. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, I've been singing all day. It's not an addiction. My doctor wrote me a prescription. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, my husband had open heart surgery. Oh yeah, he that was had a horrible accident afterward. Um, when he blacked out on a treadmill and the treadmill threw him. And oh. He and was he's actually- totally the picture of health. I think he is. Like he's a marathon runner, right? Yeah, well, short distance, but yeah, um, yeah, he he was out. Like we had a retired nurse who is our neighbor who happened to be on the treadmill next to him, and she had to revive him. Wow! Um, and she was freaked out. Like she developed PTSD for like a week after because she didn't know if he lived or not. Hmm. So after that, he developed agoraphobia. He developed all kinds of stuff, 
he started seeing a psychologist and the psychologist told him to take cannabis. And it's it, seriously, you guys, the only thing that's helped him because he tried Valium and he yeah, tried Adderall and both of them caused his colitis to flare up. Uh, cannabis did not. Well, see, now that's in Cleveland, the colitis, yeah, a colitis is, all. it says ulcerative colitis is a reason that you can get. And Crohn's. Hurt. And Crohn's. Yeah. And IBS. Yeah. But how, how you prove that, I don't know. <laughs> but. Well, and I then think- in November on the ballot, it's gonna, there's going to be um, a move to decriminalize. But mm-hmm. for right now, I think there's no fine and there's no time that you have to serve if you are caught with, like, less than 200 grams. Okay. Um, but you yeah. still can't grow. You will not yeah. be able to grow. Well, what, what do they do um, if you... Uh, by the way, I want to... I have a, a clip for that, The Safest Way to Travel, when you guys are ready. I don't know if you've heard this one before, but it's it's very funny. Um, but, yeah, what do they do if you get caught growing? To say that, you know, of course, like, like, I don't have neighbors around the corner that have been doing that for years. But, you know, like, what do they do? I'm not sure, because I think the Department of Commerce is still trying to figure that out. Um, Mm. But being that it's Cuyahoga County, they'll probably throw your ass in jail. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Cuyahoga County really likes to throw people in jail, especially if you're not white. So, yeah. um, Wow. But it's been yeah it's gonna be weird um there's all kinds of stuff going on with the department of commerce and the regulatory so i think maybe in a weird way ohio will be better off more Mm -hmm. so than california and colorado because out there it was kind of like the wild west for a while Mm -hmm. whereas here it's just like you you know what's the saying cleveland can fuck up a one-car funeral it's like the people who <laughs> submitted to get licenses for the dispensaries and for the um, cultivation places, like, you know, too many people have passwords for the scoring system. The scores were wrong. It turned out one of the judges had a vested interest in one of the grow houses. Mm. It was just like, you know, ding, 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 corruption, corruption. Like, and so now there's lawsuits being fi- filed by the other cultivators who didn't get the licenses. Because again, that's like um, a $25,000 fee that's not refundable just to apply. Um, And these are people with millions of dollars of backers, like people in real estate and stuff. Um, So the lawsuits have been filed and there's kind of, you know. So there are lawsuits going on that might push it farther off on September 9th, right? Yes. Wow. See, I didn't um, know that. 80% of the people are pretty certain that this is going to get pushed off because of that. At the same time, um, construction has already started on some of the, you know, facilities. So they're kind of acting like business as usual, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. See, uh, Allison yeah. was told me, I, I was saying, well, it seems like it's going to make money for, if I look at it without researching it you would think bang it's gonna make money so all these people are just it's gonna make money but then you're saying there are all these legal things and allison was saying she knew a grower in colorado or california i forget which but that grower would come to them with their crop and they would have to submit it to be you know looked at Exactly. Yes. And if it was too moldy or something, then they would destroy the whole crop. 
yep. And it's like, wow, that's crazy. So no, there's a lot of like the, the testing insurance. Um, there's, there's some insurers, one of them, I, I think is based in Westlake that are mm-hmm. getting into the business, but like they, you know, they're having trouble getting banks to go along with this. Um, and that's like a whole nother thing too, is, um, because it's federal and it's drug money, you can't yep. do payroll. That's you can't what, do that's what Michelle was saying. Like yeah, it's got to be a cash a out. Stuff. It's got to be a cash yes. only basis. That's crazy. Yeah. Yes. The crazy thing is, by twenty twenty one, I believe, or twenty twenty two, this industry is going to employ more people in Ohio than manufacturing, utilities, and government. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. yeah they're project. They're projecting huge amounts of growth in that industry wherever it's going. Medical. It's it's quite insane. And then in Canada, they're going full federal, um, like there's actual, you know, companies that ha- have an IPO um, and they want to be like the Silicon Valley of cannabis, but the entire country. So they've, you know, they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, again, Ohio is being very Ohio, very behind the times. Massachusetts is about to go recreational. And I'm like really shocked by that, to be honest. <laughs> but um you know, we have an opioid crisis in Ohio. So yeah, we do. think this would be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it really I, would. But it was funny. Gotta, go ahead. I got a cheesy pun with that. You know, that brings a whole new meaning to Boston baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Now, have you guys watched, what it, was it Kathy, is it Kathy Bates that's in the sitcom? Um... I forget what it's called, but it's basically about weed and, um, I forget what it's called. I, it's on season two. It's, it's funny, but it's got Kathy boy and they, she just had like these different, um, women that are in marijuana growing. And the one was like, I've got a, a currency and it's called weed coin. It's like Bitcoin, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like that's crazy. But yeah, Michelle was saying that they have to pay their taxes in cash because profits from a marijuana business can't go into a bank. Yep. Yeah. That just blows my mind. And I just heard about that tonight from you guys. I just don't understand um, how a business can run like that. What are they going to do? Like buy gold? Well, they're looking at blockchain technology, but even that has its problems. But I mean, one of the industries that exploded in Colorado when it first went legal was security. Yes. Yeah. Because you have to move this cash and all this stuff. And it's like, it's crazy, you know? Yeah. Okay. It's like the 19 prohibition, pretty much, you know? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. So um, there's something I'm really fond of, and it's called Broad City. Have you guys ever watched Broad City? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I love them. <laughs> but anyway, um, Abby was talking about the safest way to travel. So I'm just going to play this, and then we can talk amongst ourselves. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Alana, you just pulled a bag of pot out of your vagina. I know. Why, why would you do that? I do it all the time. Honestly, it's the safest way to travel. Apparently, I have been smoking this tainted 
weed for I don't even know how long. Mean, I didn't mean that. This is disturbing to me. I, d I don't know what to tell you. It's in a bag. And, you know, the Vianya is nature's pocket. It's, it's natural and it's responsible. <laughs> Shouldn't even be bumming off of you. Oh, who cares? No, I'm an adult. I should be buying my own pot. Wow. Never thought this day would come, you know? I would be honored and pleasured to facilitate this. No, 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 you dudes. I wanna get my own pot, okay? I'm not gonna be like holding my mommy's hand while I buy drugs, like I can do this. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna be a grown ass woman and do my taxes for once without my mommy and daddy. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. I'm gonna call some old college buds, bunch of weed heads. Hit them up. I'm gonna get those taxes dead. Okay. So it's this time of year. I remember that episode. <laughs> Have you ever heard that before, Michelle? Not that one, no. That was great, though. <laughs> I, it's, it's a natural pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of this before I watched this. I was like... <laughs> This is, yeah, but what do you true. what do you do if you have like vape cartridges? That would be painful. That would Ooh. be. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's just like how a tampon, but it's made of metal and glass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how wow. big are vape cartridges? I don't even know. They're about the size of an OB tampon. Okay, mm. but glass and metal and metal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that made me laugh. I don't know. You, you definitely want to have perfect posture if you're smuggling that. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't slump over. But yeah, there's <laughs> there's there's another a part where they're like sitting in the in the they're walking through and then um Abby has some weed on her and then they look down to go into the subway and there are some cops with dogs. So she kind of like puts it in her pocket on the stairs to the subway and it's disturbing. <laughs> but there you go. That's nature's pocket. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, the nice, the nice thing about the Redner case here in Tampa is it's opening up more like, you know, it's going to be opening up the ability for more cases to come through to hopefully allow people to grow their own. Mm -hmm. um, because this, this guy, the way his doctor prescribed it, he had to use it in a juice as a juicing protocol. And you can't get the raw plant here from the dispensaries. So this guy, you know, he's a stage four, you know, oh. he has stage four lung cancer. Mm -hmm. And he, he has to take it, it juiced. So he has to grow it himself. Sure. And so the so this ruling only applies to him, but they're saying it's opening up the avenue for more of these rulings to come down. And, mm -hmm. and hopefully they'll change the law, allow people to grow it for themselves. And, and um, you know, you know, Allison, right? Arabella. Um, yeah. She was telling me that in New Hampshire that they don't have dispensaries. They don't have growers. You just have the ability to have five plants of your own and grow it for yourself. And that makes sense in a lot of ways because it's for the person that needs it. They can grow it if they want to. That's it. Unless you're me, that would be a problem because I kill plants. Like I'll, I'll yeah. cook cactus. I'll kill like everything. Like I shouldn't be touching plants. Like 
I went to this weekend workshop thing at the cannabis college in Cleveland mm-hmm. and they had like a whole horticulture part. And I'm like, no, not doing this. <laughs> you See, do that's not when I, your plant. I'm not good at growing <laughs> things either, but like, basically I go to the nursery and I buy a plant and I say, Hey, I'm going to put you in the ground. You're on your own, buddy. I'm never going to come back and I'm never going to water you. I could lie to you and say you all come back, but I'm not. I'm going to put you in the ground once. I'm going to water you and I'm never coming back. And if it lives, it lives. Yeah, I'm not good at growing things either. No, there are people like I have friends who are growers and they're crazy. Like, I don't even know what they're saying to me half the time. They're throwing out all these terms and they sound all scientific and they like they'll cultivate or buy really expensive dirt, just like the dirt alone has mm-hmm. all kinds of components and then they, they buy yeah. these like crazy lights and just you know I, I I will kill a plant and I have no idea what these people are talking about so like I'm, I'm always really impressed but then again <laughs> if your friend really was if your friend was a neighbor and they were like you know what I'm gonna help you out then they could just come over every day and tend to your <laughs> plants at your place and then they yeah. could have their own plants. Yeah, but I kill plants like crazy. Like, then people would like give me plants. They'd be like, no, this thing is growing like crazy. I can't even keep them all. And I'm like, okay, I'll try. And then it just starts to slowly die. And then I take it to my other friend. I'm like, someone gave me this plant. It obviously committed some sort of a crime that they're giving it the death sentence and giving it to me. Would you like to like nurse it back to health? And you know, Stacy's always like, "Yes, I will save that plant," and she does. She gets orchids to grow in her freaking living room. It's ridiculous. Oh, nice! They're gorgeous. They just go crazy. Yeah, I have no problems growing things, but I have cats that like to eat everything I try to grow. Oh, your cats would eat weed like crazy. They'd be like, "What? Mm, Thank you." So I'd, I'd have a severe problem with that. So I'd actually have to like build like a little greenhouse or something or yeah. like a little screened in area where they couldn't get to the plants yeah. because they do that. Not, not only that, but they also like to dig out the dirt that's in the pots. Uh-huh. So Bad it's, <laughs> I had a couple of yucca plants where, yeah, they didn't survive even a week because my cat kept digging the dirt out. So, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we do have about, six minutes or so to um to uh wrap things up but i'm going okay. to give you some more clown things god i hate clowns they always creep me out because they're fun <laughs> you know the whole clown thing you know what, man honestly i getting my ass kicked by those juggalos tonight was uh therapeutic you faced your fear exactly and now what else could a clown possibly ever do i feel good well congrats clown phobia sobriety chip so, I'm just throwing clown stuff around. Because clowns. Clowny clown, clown, clown. What? <laughs> the Crispin Glover video, clowny clown, clown, clown. Oh, really? Is it? Look it up. It it's a music Glover? video from the 90s. It's terrifying. <laughs> but is it a song or is there like yeah. people talking? Yeah, it's a song that Crispin Glover did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, but so you wanted me to talk about the school. 
Well, just anything they kind of told you. Like, basically, I'm assuming that you were like, hey, maybe I could get a receptionist job or a job growing. Well, obviously not growing things because you don't want to grow things. Yeah. If you're like me, (laughs) what were they teaching you? So um, you get an associate's degree in either business, horticulture, or medical marijuana, which that's more for doctors and nurses. Like you already have to be a practitioner to do that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have the money to do like a full like year long of school there, but they did have a weekend comprehensive program. It was like $350 because I did not know anything about anything. Like Mm -hmm. I'm totally new to all this. So I figured that was a good entree into learning about the industry and just, oh my God, the regulatory laws alone, it's just nuts. But they kind of cover everything like history of cannabis, growing, extraction, edibles, um, like a lawyer comes and talks to us. Um, Robert Ryan from the Ohio Patient Network hmm. came and talked to us. Um, so there wasn't like a lot of hands-on stuff, but it's just like if you are totally new to the industry and you don't know anything, it's a really good yeah. way to get caught up. Um, and I'm curious, I think the school, the tuition is actually going to go up. I think by the fall, because they have so many students now, like people from around the country. It's the only school this side of the Rockies. Really? There's one in I Oakland. didn't know that. There's one in Oakland that the guy who formed this school in Cleveland went to, and he didn't like it. That's why he started this school. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't think it was good enough. But um, you learn trimming. Um, I think edibles is actually an elective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so there's all kinds of stuff and they're pretty new but again with the um talking about the federal aspect um they don't have student like loans but Mm -hmm. you can do a payment plan over the course of 12 to 24 months so there was the thing someone's like do you have financial aid and they're like well technically we can't because it's drug related money so wow Um, that's great so (laughs) It's funny how, like, that gets in the way of, like, little things here and there you never thought about, you know. Um, but, yeah, so they're down in Independence. And, do um, they accept Bitcoin? Been... <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Independence is, like, a stone's throw. Like, a yeah. long stone's throw. But that's, like, my neighboring community. So I would say for someone who doesn't know anything and they want to think about getting into the industry, that's a good place to start. Um, and, it, you know, wherever they live, like if you can find a cannabis school work, because you get a certification afterwards. So at least it kind of shows like that you sort of know what you're talking about sure. once everything does start kicking into gear. Because really, you know, this industry, most people get employed because they know someone who knows someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no way to vet them. There's no way to know like, that they actually know what they're talking about. So, yeah. Um, so tell me something. Did they teach you like, it is an odd when I'm looking at the list of all the things that people can be prescribed for. These are all things that are painful pretty much like the spinal cord disease or Tourette's or, and, and some, I would imagine that marijuana would be soothing to them, but do, do they do, does it do anything clinically besides soothe pain or 
I guess. Yes, I, um, P- PTSD is on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe anxiety is on there or it's going to be on not there. Not for Ohio, not yet, but it is. Oh, okay, but I know PTSD is on there. It is PTSD. But does it do other things for, like, um, Alzheimer's or multiple sclerosis or hepatitis C? You know, um, probably does. If you can find any clinical trials that have been done, I'm sure it does. Um, it's interesting because it's, it's just again, such it's, a wide variety dem- of, of diagnoses regardless. You know what I mean? Like it really is a lot of different things. It's the aspirin of nature. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm kind of wondering. Yeah, I think so. Must be. I mean, yeah, definitely like Robitussin for everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But again, it's like down to, you know, personal chemistry too. Like I can't have dilaudid, but I can have a ton of morphine. Whereas some people, they can't have any morphine at all without hallucinating. So like mm-hmm. when people think about CBD and THC, like my mom, you know, did get a hold of some for her knee surgery and she's like in her seventies mm-hmm. and she's like, I just don't like being high. And I said, Oh, well that's cause you're doing too much. Um, mm-hmm. so it's all about finding your dose and a yeah. lot of people microdose. Yeah. And not eating the entire, ca- uh, edible candy bar. Oh when God, no. <laughs> yeah. But there are people who do need the whole candy bar. There are yes. some people that like 20 milligrams doesn't affect them at all. Whereas, like me, if you give me five milligrams, I'm good, you know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, um, uh, Allison was telling me this, this, um, she was watching this, this news story, and the newscaster, like, landed in Denver and ate a candy bar. Well, she shouldn't have eaten the whole candy bar. Yeah. It utterly destroyed her, you know? So well, in the school when they were talking about this, actually, they remember the cops who confiscated some brownies or something, and they ate them, and then they called the police because they thought they were dying. Oh no! <laughs> no, remember who, who confiscated it? I'm sure, I'm sure the audio is still online somewhere. These cops confiscated some brownies and they ate them, and they like they totally thought they were going to die, so they like called the police station. They're like, "Help us! Oh my god!" Wow, I gotta find that. So, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do with is, it after this you know, show. <laughs> yeah, and if you do too much, especially of an edible, like you can't drink coffee, you can't drink water, you like nothing's gonna help it. You just gotta ride it out. Yeah. So, um, it's definitely about knowing your dose. So yeah. I think when a lot of people are like, oh, I know stoners and they act a fool, and it's like, well, yeah, because they did too much. If you're using it for actual like you know, anxiety or migraines or something like that, you want to do very little because you still have to function. Yeah, (laughs) totally. But yeah, do you think, um, well, you, you sent me the email that there was going to be five dispensaries and, um, do you think you might be looking eventually for a job in the industry, this new industry? I have already applied for one doctor's office. I've not heard back. There's also a employment agency out of Sandusky. It's two women. Um, They're specializing in it. I think it's called the Mary Jane agency, actually. (laughs) Oh, Um, funny. That's funny. So, (laughs) like, I don't know. I I pretty much want to do, like, an ancillary business. I want to work in marketing or PR, but... um, 
I mean, just the, also there's all kinds of stuff like package design, you know, like some of, some of these companies out of Oregon, they do amazing package design. Like it's really cute. It looks like cosmetics from Chanel, you know, it's like, there's there's so many things you could do that where you don't touch a plant. Yeah. Yeah, see that that's right exciting now, to I'm, me, you I'm know. Hmm? <laughs> but right now I just want to learn everything I can because it's almost kind of like, what's this whiskey? I need to learn about whiskey. And then I'll work in whiskey and alcohol business, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's sort of Yeah, so I don't know what I want to do yet, but definitely something administrative where I'm not touching the plant. <laughs> well that's that's funny that you were talking about um the packaging and things like that because of course I have a friend that does graphic design and has a graphic design company and I bet she hasn't thought about that but in order to do packaging do you have to be certified <laughs> no you don't um I would a lot never of companies do, not. do it now they did it for like you know toothpaste and gum and stuff but like yeah. The problem with the packaging is you have to put all the stupid legalese and ingredients like on the packaging, but in a cute way mm-hmm. where it's not just like a laundry list of stuff. But there's, yeah. I mean, if you look online at the legit companies in the States where it's legal, like their mm-hmm. packaging design is pretty cute and amazing. Like it's not, you know, the horrible, um, you know, Jerry Garcia, black light, you know, trippy crap that you know <laughs> no it's 2018 we don't need dancing bears on everything it's 2018 come on yeah that's done um, <laughs> that's it, done it, it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorites is a company called bebo b-e-b-o-e.com check out their packaging it's really? like art deco and, but it looks like fancy cosmetics from France. That's cool. <laughs> like you wouldn't even know what it was. It's just, it's gorgeous. Hmm. I'll look at that. Now my, that's funny that you said Bebo because that's my old cat's name. But she was Aww. named, she was named after a Japanese monster. Like from years ago. That, mm. yeah, this Japanese monster that farts, so... Okay, then. <laughs> I know. But anything else you need to wrap things up, Michelle? I think we're going to... I think we're pretty much no. done with our second 45. Yeah, I think we did really well. Yeah, definitely. So, this was, was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm glad. I, I feel like I've been learning a little bit here and there every new episode. So, that's good. And um, I'll check out that packaging. But thank you guys for calling in to Resistor Sisters. And I'm going to play you out. Resistor Sisters. Destroying the patriarchy one podcast at a time.